We really need to stop giving Justin ideas. Sure, this wailing woman might be a force to be reckoned with in D&D, but Irish folklore has way creepier creatures than a lady who wants to do karaoke at your funeral. There's the Kelpie, which is a water-dwelling creature that appears like a horse, gets children to ride it, and then goes down and drowns them. They likely don't even have any water skin flotation devices. Then there's the Puka, which besides being fun to say, can either be a human-like goblin creature or also takes a horse shape. This thing will stay outside your home, basically scream you up, and if you ignore its DMs, it'll do some minor property damage like a kid egg in your house on Halloween. Of course, this folklore has vampires too. They need to be killed and buried upside down to get rid of them. I wouldn't mind if we took out Baron Minas by giving him a swirly. Well, let's see the consequences of jumping into people's bedrooms unannounced in episode 78 of What the Fumble, Bansheesh. Come on. Banshee, David. This is a banshee. Uh, We're hitting all of the tropes. Tess is starting at zero hit points again. (laughs) Man, this is so much fun already. We just (laughs) barely got into this fight. We just uh, barely got into this uh, fight, Justin. I thought we were done with those. (laughs) I'll never quite be done with those. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. My mission right now is to find excuses to shoehorn more bears into the campaign. All right. Yeah, it's no longer like an elven settlement in Never Charged Springs. It's just bears. It's just bears. Bear. Maybe it is an elven, you know, settlement in Never Charged Springs, but they're all druids that wild uh, shape into bears. No, I don't. No, you guys can't distract me with bear time. <laughs> banshee time. Uh. It is banshee time. We're jumping right back into this because I can't wait. To see how the rest of the Black Tower goes. All right, bring it. Two turns in. Two characters have taken a turn. Tess and Banshee. (sighs) And already Van Richten is down. Tess is down. And you other three have taken some psychic damage from the wailings, the sobbing of this... Elven spirit, this poor little elven girl who at some point in time was brutally killed by Baron Medus in the same fashion that Erasmus Van Richten was brutally killed. Because we needed more reasons to hate this fucker. The Banshee, still wailing, has ended her turn, however, which brings it to the lover of banshees, Mr. David Wells, playing Lustra Venari. I so want to hit this banshee really bloody hard, but I think the thing that's kind of more important right now is to get Tess back up. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay a hand on Tess and pump a level one cure wounds into her. All right. I'll take it. And you get six hit points back. Woo! Very nice. Some radiant energy goes flowing into Tess. That was what? Action? That was my action. Um, And that's all that I can do, actually. (laughs) Because my bonus action is... It needs other things to set up with. So, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Come on, Tess. Come on, get up, get up, get up. Please, I can't do this alone. Why am I suddenly really sad? Oh, right, this is happening. (laughs) Lenara, you have yet to react to this situation, but it's now your turn to do so. Okay. Well, you just pumped out some radiant healing. Let's see if I can pump out some radiant damage there, Lustra. And I'm going to do a sacred flame against the Banshee. Very nice. I'd heal Van Richten, but, well, he can't do much. Deck save, is that right? Deck save. Got myself a four. Excellent. That's why. Why could you roll like that? 
Against my freaking... <laughs> against what? It's oh, against stunning your strikes. strikes. Oh, right, last week. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Still salty. Uh, that's 11 radiant damage. Nice. Oh, shit. None of that gets resisted. That hurts a lot. The sobbing grows louder, if anything. The pain of that radiant energy angers the Banshee even more. I feel it, girl. <laughs> Let it out. 11 more points of magic damage. And Lenar is going to stay centralized in case anybody goes down to heal uh, them next round. Slash, everyone back in the fight except for Dr. Rudolph Van Richten still out cold on the ground. What's Slash's plan? Slash will look down at Van Richten, sort of mumble to himself, I'm the great Van Richten. <laughs> and, then he'll, and then he'll say... Doctor, your student needs you and is going to cast Healing Word on the good Van Richten. Okay. Uh, and Van Richten's going to go ahead and get seven hit points back. Seven points back to Van Richten. He's back in the fight. His eyes pop open. Has anyone seen my glasses? <laughs> Motherfucker. Talk to Tess. Speaking of, <laughs> um, Slash is going to look into the room, look at the Banshee, and explain... I've heard worse wails from Tess, thank you very much, and cast Vicious Mockery on the Banshee. Ooh. Uh, did he say Banshee or Tess? <laughs> uh, no, on the Banshee. Uh, so that is going to be a DC 15, what is it, Charisma? Wisdom save. DC 15 Wisdom. This is against Psychic Damage? Against Psychic. 10 on the Wisdom save. Hey, so he's going to go ahead and take... It's going to go ahead and take seven psychic damage, and it has disadvantage on its next attack. And disadvantage, because you talk some mad shit to it. Exactly. <sighs> Do I have to make a save, too? Am I going back down? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from Slash? Uh, nope, he's going to hang out next to Van Richten. That brings it to the great Dr. Van Richten himself, then half his movement to stand back up. Object interaction to ruffle through his coat pockets, try to find his glasses. I really, I can't find them anywhere. Oh, we're in combat. <laughs> Imagine that. Does anyone require any healing? It looks like lots of you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Honestly, perhaps I should heal myself. <laughs> really, though? Lenaro, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, actually, you know, if, if you're down, you can't heal anybody. Yes, I feel like shit. <laughs> do it up yeah. how greedy should i be lenara <laughs> first level second not third too maybe you know third maybe oh my oh, goodness so greedy oh i like it lenara treat yourself <laughs> let's hope he makes his arcana roll though yeah yeah arcana roll Fails. Fuck. Third level spell slot sizzles away. Oh, fantastic. Damn it. I'm quite sorry, Lenara. It was an excellent plan. I was simply unable to execute it. Maybe next turn. Perhaps next turn. Yes. Your turn then, Tess. Oh, well. Let's see if I can do better. Um, yeah, Tess is going to, like, blink tears that she doesn't remember crying out of her own eyes uh look up and make eye contact with 40 year old lustra give him a nod of gratitude and then just have room to stand up sort of goes to almost hug the um the the specter the spectral elf and she says it will be over soon. He won't hurt anyone else. And she'll just rake the bone saw and start sawing away through her back. Oof. For 19 to hit. Oh, hell yeah, that's a hit. 19 for 10. Magic slashing. Second strike. 27. Jeez. Another solid hit. For another 10 magic slashing. Oh, shit. And... Yeah, flurry of blows... She'll just, like, grab her on each side of her spectral face and try to snap the neck for <laughs> cool. seven to hit. That, unfortunately, is a miss. Fair. Your hands just kind of 
clap together as they go straight <laughs> through the spectral head. Oh, right. You don't, you're not made of bones. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I think it's tit for tat. Uh, she'll clap, um, she'll clap the spectral mist off of her hands, rub them together, and sort of mirror that thing. She'll reach up to Lustra and pulse positive energy through his sallow cheeks for six hit points of healing. And I'll end my turn there. That then brings it right back to my banshee, my murdered little elf girl sobbing uncontrollably. She, at this point, hmm, disadvantage. Like, I could attack with disadvantage, but then she'd probably, or should I try to scare all of you? What should I do? Uh, she, you could leave my threatened area and then come back into it. <laughs> her wailing, her sobbing grows even louder and little spectral tears just start pouring from her face. I need all of you to give me a wisdom saving throw as she screams at all of you and tries to scare you away. Tess, how'd you do? Uh, this isn't a charm effect, right? Uh, this is a frightened effect. Okay. Then I got a nine. Tess, you become frightened of the Banshee Slash. Is this a magical effect? No, not considered a magical effect. Well, in which case my magical resistance doesn't kick in, which means I rolled a seven on my save. You become frightened, Lenara. Natural 20 for a 19. Thanks, Stress. <laughs> I think you're just good to go. Yeah, you're good to go, and you're actually immune to the uh, to this effect for the next 24 hours now, so that's great. Lustra? I got a 19. You're good as well. Same result uh, for you as Lenara. You're immune to it now. You other two are frightened. Van Richten gets himself a three. Says, oh. My gods! She's sobbing so loudly, I'm frightened. <laughs> <laughs> I think I pissed her off, oh god. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Oh, man. <laughs> Run! <laughs> That's my banshee, though. Lustra. I oh, mean, I just realized, like, she's got the wound that he probably would have seen when Erasmus, like, greeted him at the door. Luckily, oh, he doesn't backstory. have the glasses to see it. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, it's rather problematic because I'm in melee distance with my longbow out. Hey, imagine that. Uh, so it's either I risk the opportunity. Wait, the opportunity attack would still be taken at disadvantage, though. Yeah, and I mean, the, sure. um, I mean, it ends at the start of. Slash's turn. I wish it were that way. Uh, before the end of its next turn. Oh, okay. So, so. oh, so it, it it would have regular. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Could just drop the bow, draw your sword, stab it in the face. I, oh, it's the shield that requires an action. Then yeah, the shield yeah. like a shield like straps around your forearm, so you have yeah. to actually take some time to take it off. If you want to mic drop your longbow and don't care about it just being on the ground, go for it. Yeah, I'll mic drop the longbow. I will haul out the rapier. I will use my bonus action to focus the force energies to the tip. And I will go and thrust. And see what I can do about ending this poor thing's life. Natural 20. Oh, oh There it is. 48. Oh, so that's 19 force damage. Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. The spectral image just vanishes. The sobbing is cut off abruptly. And you guys are out of initiative just like that. <sighs> Damage done. Hooray. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm at six hit points. How's everyone else doing? I'm at seven. Thirteen, thanks to you. Twelve. Oh, I'm at twenty. All right, Lenara is the tank. Jeez. <laughs> um, that was so rough. Uh, Lustra, as he's picking some of the scales that have molted off of him. I know that time is kind of important, but 
do we want to maybe see if we can try and take a short rest or something? Because I think a lot of us, especially after that, have seen better days. I mean, if anything was going to come get us from here, like the the whale would have told them about it. The worst thing that can happen is we're right back in this situation that we are now. So I would be willing to risk it. Salash? Salash sort of, you know, again, feeling his age at this point, sort of looks to the group. I can go one way or the other, I think. It depends on what you all wish to do. Non-committal shrug, all right. (laughs) At the very least, I think we should attempt to cure our wounds. Hmm. A single strike from a vampire could drop any of us to the ground at this point. So, I mean, Van Richten, if you have it in you, if you want to just hand out healing so that we can do this in the interest of time, avoid the short rest, just have heal us up as best you can and keep going, or shall we try for the short rest? I will certainly give it my all. I would think that healing spells, I think, would be more expedient and more important given the circumstances. But do we want, but I'm just saying that we need to also keep resources for that fight. Well, above the table, what do we gain back on a short rest? Do you gain, do you gain your breath weapon? Uh, no, I do. Or do I? Get yes. Mine? Oh, there you go. So you would gain a breath weapon. I would regain one bardic inspo. Um, you get key I points I get all back. of my key points back. Yeah. I'm down to one. And we get to spend hit dice. Hmm. Assuming that we pull it off. Yeah. But again, like if we don't, if we try for it and it gets interrupted then we're still at the exact same point that we would be if we hadn't tried it. Oh, exactly. The question only remains as to whether we heal ourselves up before trying or not. So you guys want Van Richten to start blowing spell slots? I think that's the most prudent, honestly. I have heals I can burn too, but it's a matter of what we want to say for later. Above the table, I feel like using Van Richten as a heal bot for now, because realistically speaking, his benefits against the vampire aren't necessarily spell-based. They're cane sword-based, if I recall. He is really good with his sword when it comes to fighting undead, yeah. So, realistically, we can use him as a heal bot, and he can just stabby-stab, bear metis as necessary. Yeah, but my, my thought process is, if and or when we go down, I want to have Van Richten have at least a couple of spell slots in reserve so that he can get one of us up if need be. That's assuming he can pass his Arcana roll. And that's half the problem as well. I don't want to rely on a 50-50 shot. Realistically, both Lenar and I have, you know, off-healing as well for that reason. I suppose we're all off-healers for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. So have have Van Richten heal bot and then try for the short rest? Because, yeah, because if, if for no other reason, you know, um, uh, Tess gets too much back on a, on a short rest right now. She gets all kinds of key points back, which I think are going to be significant in the fight against Varimetus. So I think I think healing up first, short rest, away we go. You've okay. convi- you've convinced me. So yeah, I'm I'm willing to do that. Adam, yeah. Colin? Yeah. First for me. There we go. So be it then. I'll start to heal. Thank you. He's going to try to toss himself a heal first, I think if mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. If you guys are good with that, he's at 7, so You get Bardic Inspo's back I do. on a short rest now? I do. You should fire some for him if we're yeah, going to do a yeah. short rest. Yeah, if we're going to do a short rest, I'll throw a VR a uh, Bardic Inspo. I would love that. Yes. D8? Yes. Thanks to Bardic Inspo, he pulls <laughs> off a third level Cure Wounds on himself, which is pretty good. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> And Van Richten heals himself up for 21 points. Oh, nice. Pretty good little start. For the record, that brings Van Richten to 28 health points. Uh, He's up one third level slot. He still has two level ones, two level twos, one level three, and three level fours. What else would you like from Van Richten? Oh, man. Two ones, two twos, one three, and three fours. Were there other spells that we wanted to have available for the Midas fight? 
like level four. I don't remember what he prepared. I don't think he ended up preparing. At level four, he has the things that you guys would probably want that he's got right now. Van Richten, with his level four slots, which he only has three of, could do Death Ward, which is pretty huge. Mm -hmm. That uh, The way that works, like if you drop to zero and you have Death Ward on, then you drop to one. Instead, it brings you right back up to one HP. Yeah, that's that's pretty clutch. That one's not concentration. Last eight hours is pretty good spell. Level four. Uh, he also has protection from evil and good. He has lesser restoration. He has protection from poison. Remove curse. I think blowing one level four to top up Tess or Lustra wouldn't be a bad idea. And I'll blow a Bardic Inspo for that. I mean, yeah, both Tess and I... Because you guys got the deepest health pools, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be I'd be down to heal up Lustra. You sure? You, you, you can get it if you want to. Like, I mean... Yeah, what's your I, max HP, Lustra? Uh, my max HP is 42, and I'm currently sitting at 13. Yeah, mine's 37. So we basically have the same amount of HP that needs to be healed to hit max. But mm-hmm. um, I also have all of my hit dice, and I'm going to spend a key, my last key point, I think, to heal myself as well. Okay, so then if that be the case, that cinches it to give it to me then. So blow a level four, cure wounds on Lustra. Yep. Top them up. Level four, cure wounds on Lustra. With a Bardic Inspo. Bardic Inspo, so he hopefully passes the Arcana. We'll mm-hmm. start there. It works every time. With Bardic Inspo, he hits the magic number, which means Lustra gets a good chunk of healing here. Give me one sec. Fourth level. Damn. While you do that math, Tess is uh, going to meditate a little bit and align her own chakras to heal herself for nine. Mm, There you go. How did she elbow herself in the mouth? I'm just that flexible. Looser, you get 24 points of healing from that level four slot. Nice. nice. He can do that two more times if you desire. Or certainly try. I mean, I'm up to about half. Are we still trying for the short rest, or are we... We're still going to try for the short rest. Okay, then um, I don't think Slash necessarily needs a spell slot. He's at half his health, but he's only got 23 total hit points. So, like, I mean, and I've got full hit dice right now. So I think just me blowing a, a hit dice will be fine. Yeah, a little bandage up. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah, I think the rest of my healing can be done via short rest. Those scrolls of lesser restoration or calm emotions, like, when's a better time to use them? They're not doing anything in the bag of holding. We've got three. I'd at least use two of them to bring you both down to one stress. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. I think it'd be worth it. Consider it did. Considering the number of saving throws I've failed because of minus two on my saves. So we're using a scroll to cure some stress. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Scroll a lesser resto while Van Richten's healing. I'll do that on Tess and then one on Lustra. And we still have one of those left. Oh, man. I like how we're like, oh, yeah, we're about to fight Baron Midas, but who knows what's behind these other doors? <laughs> this is probably like the beginning of the boss rush. Two banshees. Ah! Do we let Van Richten put Death Ward on himself? Honestly, I'd say that's probably worth it. Or Tess. Just based on who drops. <laughs> yeah, but let's think about what Baron Midas is going to focus. Ooh, that's fair. Yeah, I, I suggest Death Ward on Van Richten. Yeah. Van Richten going to try to death ward himself. And my last Bardic Inspo for that spell slot to go off. That's another fourth level slot. Didn't need the Bardic Inspo this time. Passes all by himself. Van Richten becomes death warded. So next time VR drops to zero, he'll be brought right back up to one instead. And that's going to last for eight hours. Okay, since he didn't use the Bardic Inspo, do we want him to try one more thing for someone else, like Slash or Lenara or something? Might as well do a first or second level on Slash. I'm only down seven, so one or maybe two HD will do that. 
I mean, even if we're going to take a short rest, he could even um, try a lesser restoration to try to clear like all the stress off of one of us. Like Lustra with his sharpshooter is kind of insane. Ah, that's a good idea. Mm. Let's do that. Lesser resto on Lustra. Yeah, I'm okay with that, sure. Try to clear a point of stress from Lustra. Yep, to clear me of all stress at this point. Absolutely, and I still have Bardic Inspo if I need it, so Arcana check, using a second level spell slot this time, still didn't need the Bardic Inspo, passes all by himself, and Lustra, you can erase one point of stress from your character sheet. Van Richten is going to erase one second level spell slot just to update you guys. Van Richten now has... Two first level slots, one second, one third, and one fourth. That's still like five spells. Mm -hmm. So it's more than I've ever had. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's a spell slot per key point that I don't have. So, Tess, I'm not sure how much healing you've had because uh, if he still has that Bardic Inspo. I mean, he might as well use that slot on you, because I think all of us have had a pretty decent hit of health, but except you, other than your sweet roll of nine, but... Sure, yeah. I mean, if it, I'll, I'll take a first-level slot just to... I mean, I, I'm loath to waste a Bardic Inspiration, so... First-level Cure Wounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a Bardic Inspo. This time, unfortunately, even with Bardic Inspo, it's not enough to get him... To where he needs to be, and that first level slot sizzles away. I'm sorry, that was quite a bit of effort on my part, and all at once I... That is completely fine. You've done so much already. You're going through more than any of us, really. Should we try to blockade ourselves in here and take a breather? Sounds good to me. Slash nods. I'm down. Let's get the filing cabinet and block the door with it. That thing's indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous about that uh, raven that cawed and flew away, but it might just... Who knows? I don't care. Um, <laughs> Which direction did it fly? Like, away. Away. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like, it is no longer in frame. All right. Yeah, let's try for it. What else, like, what else are we going to do? We'll close the door. Can I take an during the long rest? Am I able to look at the wand? Long, long, short, rest. long rest, short rest. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're all gonna snuggle up in the four poster bed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until daylight during the short rest, and then y'all get dead because the flowers in my pocket kill all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you sweat enough, is that gonna be enough water? <laughs> A short rest, huh? So you guys are all. You're closing the door, sheltering up in the room that the Banshee was in. Yeah, just kind of closing the door. Correct. Yeah. Hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Hoping she comes back in an hour and five minutes. <laughs> Reminder that I have an alarm spell at the front door of the whole tower. <laughs> Unfortunately, the person you need to worry about is already inside. Yeah. The alarm came from inside the building. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, do we manage the short rest? (laughs) Mm. Such a nervous feeling in the air. I love it. I love it. There's a lot of, like, looking at character sheets, running the numbers through heads kind of thing going on in the room right now. It's an odd feeling. Pretty odd feeling in the room you're in, too, about 15 minutes into your attempt at a rest. Air grows really, really cold. Just this foreboding feeling in the air. And as you're all, like, I guess, you're probably sitting around trying to bandage your wounds. At this point, it's short enough. Early enough in the short rest that soldiers kind of like pulling out the band aids from the backpacks, you know, getting the wrinkles out of the eagle costume, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Priorities. 
And despite the fact that I'm sure you put a bit of furniture by the door. Did you put furniture by the door? I don't think we specified, no. actually did. A little pool of mist starts to kind of accumulate at the foot of the door. And then in just an instant, standing there in the room, just beside the closed door, is this very tall, very elegant-looking gentleman. He's got his black hair slicked back. He wears a long, dark jacket with a rose pinned to the lapel. The jacket is over top of a very, very, almost overly poofy white shirt. Like collars, super poofy, you know, the poofy uh, wrist cuffs oh. coming out the sleeves. Or oh, do you have like the ruffles going down the chest? 100% ruffles. Oh, man. 100% ruffles. What a douchebag. Even the ruffles have thread work in them in the pattern of different flowers. Like it's the whole outfit has a very floral feel to it. And. Van Richten's face kind of grows pale, and who you can only assume is Baron Medus stares directly at Van Richten and says, Van Richten, long have I waited for this day to come. Years of planning have gone into ensuring that your meddling ways would not interrupt the hour of ascension. You see, Van Richten, Lazalin Rex, while he has tried and failed in the past, has now discovered the secret to escaping his domain of dread. Already the mists are changing, and soon the king will be free of his shackles. And when the hour of ascension comes to an end and the king stands victorious, all the other Dark Lords will beg to learn the secrets Azalin Rex has discovered. But there will be only one option for them if they wish to escape their domains. To swear fealty to our king, Dr. Heinfroth was the first to see the wisdom in kneeling to Azalin Rex, and in return for his fealty, he was granted the honor of destroying the mind of the great Rudolf Van Richten. I see that he accomplished this task quite well. And while I am not a dark lord, I too saw the wisdom in working with Azalin Rex, and was granted a role in your downfall. Unfortunately, your death was promised to the third member of our little Van Richten Death Squad. My role was to find and track you down, to deliver you to Heinfroth, to deliver you to your final destination. All this time, all these years, I thought I would be content with the role I was to play. But now... Seeing you here in the flesh, surrounded by your hopeful little band of followers, 
I think I will kill you myself, Van Richten. I have no doubt that Hazel and Rex will still be content. And if he isn't, the history books will still say that Baron Metis was the one who finally put an end to the great Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. I think that might be where you're wrong. The only things the history books will say is that you failed twice. Yeah! Let's roll some initiative! Vampire time! Fuck, and I have no bardic inspo. No inspos, no key, don't know where the coffin is, don't matter. You got hope. (laughs) Oh, man. We're fucked. Oh, man. I don't need key points. I got a bone saw. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 20 or higher? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 15 or higher? 17. Okay, that's good. That's good. 16. Very good. Very good. 17 slash 16 test. I got an 18. Oh. Plot relevance. They are coming to fight. (laughs) so fitting that Van Richten is super eager this one for this one. Ten or higher? Eleven for Lustra. Lenara? I rolled a nat one for a two. Yay! Yay! Well, I mean, at least I used my key points in a... It's not like I would be able to stun him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five tries... Zero stunts. So, Ash, what's your dex modifier? No reason. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, plus two. I'm at a 14. Great. That's fantastic news. Great. Mm. All right, we're good. We're fine. We're great. We are the best. King Kong ain't got nothing on us. So... Very, very fitting. I love when initiative works out. Van Richten gets to his feet, takes the sword out of his cane with that classic swing sound, and looks at his old foe and says, You are wrong, Baron Metis. Today is not the day that you succeed. Today is not the day that you kill me. It is the day that you pay the ultimate price for what you did to my beautiful wife. Today is the day you pay for what you did to my son. And with a thrust, he screams for Erasmus and rapier towards a vampire. He's got a pretty good shot. He is really fucking good at fighting the undead. Come on. Problem is he's got a hit. He's got no modifier to the hit, but a huge damage bonus if it does go through. Van Richten, right off the bat, starts things off with a 19 to hit. Yes. Which is a hit. (gasps) Thank God. Okay. Roper fight all over again. And that first hit, that opening blow, does 16 points of damage right off the bat. Pulls the rapier, his little sword cane, out of Baron Medus' shoulder. And spits in his face in anger and stabs again. Come on. Come on. on. Solo this bitch. Save us. Two on the die. Almost. Almost the Almost the old fumbles. But Van Richten starts things off right. The anger immediately kind of overcomes him as he sees that creature that so many years ago killed his wife and son. All the color is back in Van Richten's face at this point. He seems more awake and a little more alive than he has in the days that you've been with him so far. 
This has woken something up in VR. Unfortunately, that's his turn. And the next person up is Baron Metis with the 17, but more decks than Slash on the end. Oh, my lord. If I had stress level zero, I'd have more decks than him. Maybe. I don't know. Baron Metis looks at disgust at the rest of you in the room and says, Not even the honor to face me alone, doctor. So be it. And then Baron Metis reverts back into mist form. Oh, you stop. No. And uses his movement to go under the door and leave this room. That means, though, that Tess and Van Richten both get an opportunity attack on this misty form if they so desire. VR sure does. Oh, yeah. He's not getting away if we can help it. Come on. 16 to hit. 16 is a hit from Tess. Nice. Okay. She's just going to swing wildly yelling, Coward! Coward! For 14 magical slashing. Okay, okay. Hell yeah. VR misses again, though, unfortunately. But what did you say, 14? 14. An excellent start. An excellent start to this fight. Baron Metis's misty form, however, disappears under the door. Slash, you're next up. You're in a room with everyone, doors closed. Oh yeah, Slash wastes no time. He's gonna run through the, basically run, kick open the door to see if he can't put eyes on Baron Metis. You kick open the bedroom door and can see the misty form of Baron Metis quickly moving up the spiral staircase and towards that door at the top. If you remember, the spiral staircase here keeps going up and ends in a closed fancy door and he's moving towards it very fast Slash looks back to the group rest or chase what sort of idiot do you think he is to let us rest so Slash will continue up the stairs as fast as he possibly can giving chase he's gonna move his full 30 does that how far does that get him up the stairs that your full 30 you were in the room so your full 30 gets you like you know, five feet up the stairs. Five feet up the stairs. And it's, like, what, another 15 feet to the door? Uh, it'd be, yes, another 15 to the door. And he's kind of halfway between... He's, like, halfway up the spiral staircase right now. Okay. So if you dash, you could catch up to him. To his misty form. Run into him and just inhale super hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> like um, huff vampire mist. You're mean to poison. Yeah, something like that. I'll throw the flowers at him. Yeah, there you go. Um, so he's clearly within range then. Hmm. How do I want to do this? I'm, he's definitely more than 10 feet away from me, I would presume. Yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Um, Slash is just going to scream back, Face your nemesis like the god you think you are. And he's going to go ahead and cast Bane. Ooh, Bane. Okay. Huh? Okay. Yeah. It's a charisma saving throw. It's going to be tough, and I really wish I had my bardic inspiration so I could get the minus on it, but I might be lucky. It's a 15 DC. What kind of saving throw? Charisma. Vampires are charismatic. I know they are. Not this one. This one's a douche. (laughs) There's a one on the die. He has perceived 20 charisma, actual three. Have you seen his posters of himself on his wall? Well, he has a badass ruffled shirt, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just run up, smear the trilby onto the thing of mist. (laughs) You look so cool, attuned to this. Eleven. Oh, (gasps) wait, wait. Sorry, 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 I forgot. Fifteen. Just the number, son of a bitch. Come on. (laughs) I got me all excited. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Slash, seeing that for a moment that it might have gotten to him, maybe... A telltale poker sign, like a tell, like a twitch in the eye, or a, or a ruffle of the of the or a furrow of the brow, but seems to shake off. And I'm, just, he just sort of grits his teeth, and calls out to the rest of the crew. He's going upstairs. And he's gonna end his turn there. And at the end of your turn, Baron Medus oh, 
takes his legendary oh. action to come back into the room to use some more movement to move again and the misty form disappre- disappears into the teeny tiny little keyhole in the doorknob <sighs> fuck Tess what would you like to do oh he is not getting away um I mean he probably is but not if I can help it uh Tess is going to run as far up the staircase as her movement will take her she has 45 how far does that get her up the stairs uh oh you're good yeah you're good cool 20 to the stairs 15 up yeah cool um so she's immediately gonna try to open the door it's probably locked but who knows who knows maybe he's an egotistical bastard in maybe the the thrill of this moment Tess might act a little too quickly hand on doorknob you see all these magical runes flare up to existence shit I need uh, Tess to give me a dexterity saving throw. That is a nine. There is this massive as Tess's body gets filled with lightning damage. You take eight points of lightning damage. Okay. And get like knocked back down the spiral staircase, lose your footing fall all the way back uh, to the to the uh, second floor and unfortunately take yourself an additional five points of well, fall damage. I'm in the way because I'm oh. on the staircase. Ooh, that's fun. Make a deck save, Slash. <laughs> oh, boy. Excuse me. Sorry. Make a strength save. A st- if, well, I'll give you the choice. Do oh, you it's dex every day of the week. It's dex. Well, it's dex to get out of her way. It's strength to stop her. Just get out of my way. Yeah, I'm getting out of her way. Oh, you think Salash is going to try to save me? If he had the strength, he would try. <laughs> that is a six. It's beautiful. Both of you end up at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, and Salash, you take a little bit of falling damage, too. Get lucky on that, though. Maybe Tess's body breaks your fall. You only take one point of bludgeoning. Uh, well, funnily enough, Salash taking that damage didn't really matter to Tess because she's going to use slow fall and reduce that five damage by five times her monk level. Um, so, so somehow the only one hurt here is Slash. Well, you want to know what? I think it's fair. It's been a while since Tess has had a chance to slap Slash. I think this is only fair. You know what? You're right. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the least amount of damage I've done to you so far. <laughs> so Tess runs up the stairs, grabs Doorknob, gets assaulted by some magical energies knocked down the stairs now what anything else from Tess um does did it look like it was the runes were a one and done thing or do you did it look like they were an every time this will happen like, didn't did, really have much time to make an arcana check before getting fair. blown back down the stairs fair 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 um then Tess is going to just uh I mean, I assume that she's prone. Um, she's going to look back at everyone and say, There's lightning up there! Uh, and she'll reach into her pack, pop the cork of a healing potion, and swig it for her action, and that'll be it. Lustra. How far away is Tess from me? About 30 feet? 30 feet. I'm going to move my 30 feet, Okay. get to Tess, and be like, Tess, you're the monk tank. I believe in you, and I put a hand on her, and I'm going to cast Protection from Evil and Good. Ooh. Okay. So what this does now is Tess cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed, and all attacks from undead are at disadvantage on her, as long as I have concentration on the spell, which is ten minutes. Ten minute spell, concentration, but while you can keep that up, disadvantage against Tess from Baron Medus. Correct. That's huge. Pretty big. And immunity from possessed charm and fright. Also pretty big. Especially for a vampire, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, and that will be my turn. Lenara, Baron Midas now out of sight. What's your game plan? 
you guys were all kind of close enough that like Lenora definitely you know still saw all that happening. Oh yeah, happening. Um, definitely know what's up. Baron Minas out of sight. Lenara out of sight. She's going to cast invisibility. Okay. Oh. Um. Then you just hear a voice say, "He's probably well regenerated by now." I don't know if we're going to be able to stop it, so we need to burn him down once we get the chance. And she's just going to move to the bottom of the stairs for the moment. An excellent point from Lenara. One that I don't think we've mentioned yet, but vampires definitely regenerate. Well, we we saw that way back in Dominia. Uh, but yeah, all that damage we started off doing is going to get healed back up. Was there anything else from Lenara? That's it for the moment. And you're ending your turn where? Bottom of the stairs. Okay. That then brings it right back to your mentor, Lenara. Rudolph Van Richten heads towards the stairs himself. Lenara's right. Time is of the essence. He will regenerate quickly. And Van Richten starts making his way up the stairs uh, and starts inspecting the wards on the door. Let's see if maybe he can figure out what the fuck's going on with these. He, I guess, pretty decent little Arcana check. The wards are still active. We'll need a key or some other way of getting past them. I'm out of key points. I used my last one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> you already electrocuted me and thrown me downstairs. What else can you do? Does anyone require any healing? <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I mean yes do you want Van Richten to use a spell slot on his way up the stairs he passes essentially all of you to get there so you want I him say to use it on Tass yep use one of the slots again mm-hmm. he's got a first a second a third and fourth he's got one of each which one do you want I'd say probably go low to high, right? Like, start at first, because, like, that'll at least give him all of his utility. Or keep it for as long as possible. You can always upcast a lot of his first-level splots as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else does he have at level one? Does he have protection from good and evil? I do. I also have Sanctuary, and if we'd like to finish this combat... In holy matrimony. <laughs> I can also... Actually, I think that one takes a while. Oh, oh. That's an hour. Tess is going to, like, try to hide the blush. Uh, <laughs> I'd say uh, protection from good and evil on Lustra. A quick protection from good and evil on Lustra yeah, on the way up? I think that's smart, yeah. I think it is, too. On his way up those stairs, he pauses by Lustra Venari and says... Truly, I can't thank any of you for coming this far, but I simply could never live with myself if I was the reason that the son of Lamin Venari did not survive. And with that, he places a hand down on Lustra, does an arcana check. I'm on. It's going to be really awkward if he fails. (laughs) Did he use his bardic inspo? I, oh, it would yeah, be over. Yes. It'd be over fifteen minutes yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, pass. Yes, it's a pass. Protection from evil and good on Lustra. Van Richten has zero first level spell slots. He has three spell slots left in total. That's fine. And is yeah at the top of the stairs, letting everyone know that this door is an opening without a key or some other sort of cleverness. That's the end of Van Richten's turn. Brings it right back to Baron Medus. God damn it. Unfortunately, Baron Medus's turn is a mystery. Who knows what he does behind that door? It's a mystery because uh, he's missed. So that's actually going to bring it right back to Slash. It's on you again. Baron Medus has not come out of the room at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah. No. Slash, again, wasting no time, much like he did with the 
bedroom door. He's going to do saving to this top door, but he's going to flavor it a little bit differently. As he comes up to the front of the top door, you can see his prosthetic hand charge. It almost glows a bright blue light as he slams his hand onto the knob and checks it with his shoulder, and the dispel magic that he casts goes across the Nice. Nice. And he's going to go ahead and blow that. That's the most physicality we've seen from Slash this entire campaign. Oh, yeah. And then it doesn't budge because it was supposed to swing towards you. (laughs) (laughs) It's up to fire code. Come on. It's got to swing towards the exit. (laughs) God. Please don't let that be the case. No, it's not. It it works. You can take inspiration, as a matter of fact, for dealing with that door, because in the back of my head I was wondering, how the fuck are they going to deal with this door? (laughs) Well, I tried one way. It didn't quite work out. Yeah. So, good job. The door, the wards go away, the door bursts open. And on the other side, you see quite the sight. I'm so glad you guys skipped up to this room. This is fantastic. Oh, man. Oh. If you remember, while we were still outside, I described the top of the Black Tower. The top of the Black Tower was like this massive golden dome, essentially. As the door bursts open with Slash's Dispel Magic... All of you can kind of look up the spiral staircase and see the inside of this room. You can see that golden dome high up at the very tip top of the tower. This last level is huge. Like, there are not five levels in here. It's five stories tall, but you've reached the last floor. This last floor, very high ceilings. It's an incredible room that stands beneath this golden dome. Freaking eccentric bastard. Very incredible room. A room that all of you have heard described before and that some of you have seen before. Your first impression when this door blows open is one of a painfully intense light that flashes wildly and changes color constantly. The source of the glow is this great sphere of luminescence about 10 feet in diameter that's hanging 15 feet above the floor of the final level, directly beneath the apex of this golden dome. Patterns on the scintillating surface of the sphere give you the impression of a distorted face as it might appear in a crystal ball. There's jagged streamers of lightning that leap out randomly from the sphere to dance chaotically along the inner surface of the dome before they flicker out of existence and leave behind only that bitter scent of burnt air. There's this thunderous cacophony that is created by this artificial storm. A sound that is almost deafening. There are four metal shafts, two of them anchored to the floor and two of them secured to the inner surface of the dome. All four of those shafts bury themselves into the sphere. It's impossible from this perspective to see if they touch inside the blinding radiance, but it seems likely that they do, forming some great metal X inside the sphere. Lenar, if you don't mind throwing a point of stress on your character sheet as the vision that kind of kicked off Lenara's magical abilities stares her in the face in reality. And it's the seat of power of the Dark Lord of Darkon. You got that stress on your sheet? Yeah, I do. Cool. Let's call it a week. 
<laughs> I feel like Slash would look up at this giant sphere of luminescence and just be like, we're going to need a bigger disco magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking Darkon Zordon. Zordon.